Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 290 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about Shohei Otani signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Baseball's biggest dual threat star, Shohei Otani, has finally signed with a new team, the LA Dodgers, for 10 years and $700 million. Otani is, of course, a two-time MVP who, as a hitter, has had two seasons with over 40 home runs and as a pitcher twice has won double-digit games. It's not just the $700 million that has everyone talking. Most of the conversation surrounding this contract has been about the fact that most of the money has been deferred, meaning Otani, while on the Dodgers, will make $2 million a year until 2034, and then from then on, he'll make $68 million. What does this mean? The Dodgers will still have the opportunity to spend on other superstars players and this was a plan devised by Shohei and his representatives and many are mad because the Dodgers don't need financial flexibility and there are many who believe that baseball should not have allowed this contract to go through there is a history of baseball with deferred money we all know of Bobby Bonilla day where the New York Mets are still paying Bobby Bonilla the Red Sox are still paying Manny Ramirez Max Scherzer's contract with the Washington Nationals, a lot of that was deferred. We've just never seen a case where the majority of a contract has been deferred, especially a contract that's $700 million. So I believe that one thing that's not being asked enough is why would Shohei Otani want to do this kind of contract where the majority of it is deferred? Because this is a guy who is sick and tired of being on a losing baseball team. He wants to make sure that every single year he is on the Dodgers, they have an opportunity to improve their ball club so he can continue to play with the likes of Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. Yes, on paper right now, the Dodgers are stacked, but Shohei Otani wants to make it so that the Dodgers remain stacked throughout his lifetime there. I personally think a lot of people are being worked up over nothing. This is the rarest of rarest case. There will most likely not be another Shohei Otani down the line, a guy who hits and pitches. I mean, we've never seen this before, so we should have seen something really unique coming. No, you never could have seen a $700 million contract that's mostly deferred. We could have never seen that coming. But then again, we never saw Shohei Otani coming in the first place. We never thought in our lifetimes we would see a guy who hits and pitches on a regular basis and do both very, very well. It's the rarest of rarest case, and so the contract is fitting in a way. It's the rarest contract of all time given to the rarest player of all time. One thing I have been wondering about is, would the reactions to this contract and the deferred money would have been as strong if he ended up on the Toronto Blue Jays? There were a lot of rumors of Shohei Otani going to the Toronto Blue Jays. If the Blue Jays had gotten Otani on a $700 million deal where the majority of it was deferred, would they be as upset or are they only upset because it's the LA Dodgers who wound up getting Shohei Otani? The Blue Jays don't have a history of getting star players. I think there would have been fans who would have been happy to see Shohei Otani land with a smaller market team like the Toronto Blue Jays. I think 
the anger around this is about the fact that the LA Dodgers are the biggest of the biggest market teams. They're not just a big market team. They are the gold standard for big market teams, and they are getting what some believe to be a gift with the Shohei Otani contract. I mean, they will be giving arguably the best player in the game $2 million a year. At the end of the day, this was a choice made by Shohei Otani, and I believe the choice was made because he's sick and tired of being on a team that is really bad. I mean, the only reason we were talking about the Angels was because they had Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, two of the best players in all of baseball, but they were routinely one of the most disappointing teams, a team that never had pitching, that never had other star players other than Otani and Mike Trout. So Otani was clearly desperate to get himself on a really good team and to give that team a chance to remain a really good team. Now, I do believe the Dodgers, if they had given Shohei Otani $700 million that wasn't deferred, they would still be a very good team because they are a rich baseball team. But Shohei Otani wants to have other stars around him. So this is him saying, I want to play with other star players and you don't have to pay me until 2034. I am somewhat interested to see where big time baseball contracts go from here. Are other teams going to look at this model and say, we can just defer this superstars contract until 10 years down the line? Or is baseball going to come to a head and say, we cannot allow this to continue. We have to stop with the deferred money nonsense. I don't know how baseball is going to react in the long term. Right now, they're allowing this deal to happen because I believe, like myself, they look at it and go, this is a one-time deal. But if this deferred money changes the landscape of baseball and these big market teams look to avoid paying luxury tax by using this deferred model, then I do believe that baseball has to look into it. But right now, this is a one-time deal. It doesn't seem like it's going to become a regular thing moving forward. I know a lot of people are upset he ended up on the Dodgers, but I'm not mad he's on the Dodgers. Putting together a baseball super team is no guarantee you win the World Series. Yes, they are more than likely to make the postseason. Most seasons, Otani is going to be on the team. But I don't see them winning three World Series titles. No baseball team has won back-to-back since the 2000 Yankees. Baseball has become a sport filled with parody. The Arizona Diamond a team that barely spent money last year made it all the way to the World Series and nobody saw it coming. The Dodgers had this massive payroll, but it was the Diamondbacks who made it all the way to the World Series. That's how baseball is playing out. The Mets had a massive, massive payroll last year. They didn't even make the postseason. The same for the San Diego Padres. Spending money does not equal buying wins. It doesn't work that way. I believe the Dodgers are going to be very good. They have Mookie Betts, a former MVP. They have Freddie Freeman, a former MVP. They have now Shohei Otani, a two-time MVP. And they just added Tampa Bay Ray starting pitcher Tyler Glass. Now they're going to have Walker Bueller back. There's no doubt the Dodgers are going to be in the conversation, but the Dodgers are always in the conversation. They've won their division 10 years in a row, but 
at the end of the day, they've only won one World Series title. I don't believe this is a new dynasty forming. I believe Shohei Otani is going to be very good for the LA Dodgers. I think he's going to put up really good offensive numbers. It's the pitching that's a real question mark. He's going to miss one full season of pitching. He's only going to be able to hit next season. I also think it's good for the sport to have a team that people are going to want to root against. And now I believe people are going to be rooting hard against the LA Dodgers. People who aren't Dodger fans, of course. I think they're going to be rooting against this. I don't think they want to see this work out. They don't want to see the Dodgers become a modern baseball dynasty because they hate how this Shohei Otani thing played out. A lot of people were more excited when they thought that Otani was going to end up on the Toronto Blue Jays of all places, more so than the LA Dodgers because they look at the Dodgers and they go, this is already an historic franchise. They've had already all-time great players. They've had all-time great success. They are, in my mind, the best team in the history of the National League, and now they're getting richer by adding Shohei Otani and only paying him $2 million a year. I mean, that's the thing that's really upsetting people. If the Dodgers were just outright paying $700 million, I believe people would get over it. It's deferred money that has a lot of people upset, and they don't want to see the Dodgers win the World Series. I think the Dodgers will be the team that gets rooted against the most next season. Everyone's focusing on the Dodgers gaining Shohei Otani, and rightfully so, but not enough has been talked about the LA Angels losing Shohei Otani. I mean, that's the thing that they were selling all of these years, that they had the two best players in all of baseball, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Mike Trout, who was being compared to Mickey Mandel, Shohei Otani, who was being compared to Babe Ruth. I mean, these were the two best players in all of baseball, and now they are without Shohei Otani. And you have to wonder what the future for Mike Trout with the Angels looks like. Is he going to want to play for this franchise much more moving forward? I would love to have Mike Trout on my Boston Red Sox. I think it would go really well. I would love to see him play on a team that could perennially make the postseason because he deserves it. The Angels, to me, are an organization that needs to stop fixating on superstars. They've been all about Mike Trout. They've been all about Albert Pujols. They've been all about Shohei Otani. They were all about Josh Hamilton. Just think about putting together a really good baseball team and a star will emerge from that. Don't buy that superstar because it's not working out. Anthony Rendon right now is arguably the worst contract in all of baseball. You need to think about developing a really good baseball team that can compete day in and day out and stop fixating on superstar players because that model for you anyway is not working out. You need to become more like the Dodgers who are an all-around organization. The Dodgers, even with Shohei Otani, is not a about one superstar. They have guys like Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, but they also have guys like Chris Taylor, who is a really good everyday player, who's a utility guy, who the Dodgers developed into a decent player. That's the kind of thing the Angels need to do. 
don't fixate about the superstars. Fixate about developing guys like a Max Muncy, a guy on the Dodgers who hits a lot of home runs, who isn't a superstar. Those are the kind of players that right now are not on the LA Angels, and they weren't there, and that's why Shohei Otani is gone, and he's going to the Dodgers, because he wants to be on an organization that's not all about the superstar players. It's about the great team that's been assembled there. With Otani signing with the Dodgers, I do believe that there's real pressure on him to win there because the Dodgers have those World Series aspirations. With the Angels, I don't believe that there was any real pressure because we all deep down knew that the Angels were never going to get there. They had Mike Trout. They had Shohei Otani. So it was just about enjoying them as players. Now we want to see how Shohei Otani will perform in the postseason. And if he can elevate his game during that, he'll become an even greater player. But what happens if Shohei Otani struggles in the postseason? Then we'll start to have doubts about him. There is pressure here. He is joining a team that is on the cusp of winning, and he needs to be that X factor, that missing piece that gets them over the top. Now, again, in baseball, there is no guarantee that that one player will do it. But they are expecting it. What I think is one of the most interesting things about baseball is its greatest players sometimes struggle in the postseason. This isn't like basketball. Clayton Kershaw hasn't been the same Clayton Kershaw when he pitches for the Dodgers in the postseason than he does in the regular season. He's not that same guy. I'm wondering if that same kind of thing could happen to Shohei Otani. I mean, we've seen it. Baseball's greatest players have struggled in the biggest moments. Barry Bonds was not known for his postseason clutchness. There have been all-time greats that struggled in October, and I'm really interested to see what Shohei Otani does on baseball's biggest stage, and we're now going to get a chance to see that. That is really good for the sport of baseball moving forward to have one of its biggest stars play in the postseason, but it would be even bigger if its biggest star produces in the postseason, because then he becomes a bigger name. If he becomes that missing piece that gets that Dodgers their second World Series title since 2020, then he could become the biggest face in the sport and remain the biggest face in the sport for his entire tenure with the Dodgers. But if he makes the postseason and struggles, then I think we'll have a different conversation about Shohei Otani moving forward. I think he has a lot to gain joining the Dodgers. He wants to be on a winning team, but he also has some to lose because he's going to have to pitch and hit in the postseason like we've never seen before. There's been a real debate going on about whether or not Shohei Otani joining the Dodgers is good or bad for baseball, and that's hard to say. It's good because its biggest star is joining its golden franchise, but I also think it's bad in the fact that the Dodgers are already there. They do not need Shohei Otani. I do believe the Blue Jays would have been a more interesting story because that's a team that has some young stars and Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and a guy like Otani could have made an enormous impact on that franchise, and he would have been the clear face of the franchise. I have no idea if Shohei Otani will be the face of the Dodgers in five years because they have so many other great players on their team, and they're also a team that develops young stars. Shohei Otani might only be the face of the organization for three to four years, where if he joined the Blue Jays, I think he would remain the face of the Blue Jays his entire tenure with the team. 
he would have a chance, let me put it this way, to be the greatest Blue Jay in the history of the Toronto Blue Jays. He has 0.0 chance of being the greatest Dodger. Think about all the great Dodgers. Sandy Koufax, Jackie Robinson, like he's not going to end up being the greatest Dodger of all time. It would have been really interesting to see him join the Toronto Blue Jays and try to be the best Toronto Blue Jay of all time. But he didn't want to go down that route because there is questions with the Blue Jays. They didn't make the postseason last year. They're a good team, but they're not as good as the Dodgers. And clearly, this is a guy who wants to win a World Series title, and he wants to do it now. At the end of the day, the Dodgers made the most sense because there's really no risk to what they're doing here. They're a team with a boatload of money. They're a team with a stacked roster. They are signing Shohei Otani, and most of the money is deferred, so they won't have to worry about paying him until 2034. This was a huge victory for the LA Dodgers because star power does matter, and now they're a team filled with stars again because the last few years, they have been losing some stars. They lost Corey Seager, who has gone on to win a World Series MVP with the Texas Rangers. They lost Trey Turner to the Philadelphia Phillies. And one might argue that they let those two players walk so they could sign a guy like Shohei Otani. This was clearly the plan all along to get baseball's biggest star, Shohei Otani, and it's clearly worked out for them. I'm sure a few years ago, they could have never imagined getting him for $2 million a year but here we are. I think we should also talk about that $700 million number because I believe that most of us thought that because Otani was hurt and couldn't pitch next season that he wouldn't get nowhere near $700 million. I think we all thought $500, maybe even $400 because he's not pitching. What is his value when he's not pitching? Clearly his value in the eyes of the Dodgers is still enormous. I get the popularity standpoint but this guy is going to have to pitch for this contract to make any sense for the Dodgers. So in year two, he needs to be one of their best starting pitchers. What this deal says to me is that no team dominates their division like the LA Dodgers. I mean, the last few years, the Padres have tried to spend like them and compete with them. And even getting the likes of Manny Machado and Juan Soto, they haven't been able to win the division. Now the Padres are stopped spending. They've traded away Juan Soto. They're going to lose Josh Hader. And what do the Dodgers do? They just quietly go along their business, get Mookie Betts, get Freddie Freeman, and now have Shohei Otani. They are going to dominate that division for the next 10 years. I mean, this is like the 90s Braves that just perennially win the division. You don't need to talk about them anymore. I thought last year the Dodgers were going to take a huge step back. They lost Trey Turner. They didn't have a shortstop, and they just quietly won 100 ball games. Yes, did they fail in the postseason? Absolutely. But I was super impressed with them. They were winning with the likes of Jason Hayward playing every day and J.D. Martinez. Now, they add Shohei Otani to the mix, and they're going to win 100 more games next season. The real question is, what do they do in the postseason? Will Shohei Otani be that missing piece 
to a World Series winning team because last postseason, Mookie Betts struggled mightily and so did Freddie Freeman. They need that third bat to produce and now they have it in Shohei Otani. But down the line, they are going to need him to be a starting pitcher. Now this year, they could fill that hole, get Tyler Glass now. I'm sure they'll add another starting pitcher. But for this contract to make sense moving forward, Shohei Otani needs to be an elite hitter and he also needs to be an elite pitcher. We all know how these 10-year deals usually work out. The early years are dominant and the latter years look very bad. I'm curious to see what this contract looks like in five years. I don't know if a guy can hold up hitting and pitching for an entire decade. We're about to find out with Shohei Otani. Clearly, the Dodgers thinks he's worth it. I think all of baseball thought he was worth it. So here we are. I think it's going to be one of the biggest storylines next season is how does Shohei Otani do now that he's on the Dodgers, a team with World Series aspirations. I'll end on this. I hope before the season starts, Mike Trout leaves the Angels and goes to a World Series contending team himself. Baseball needs it. Baseball needs Mike Trout in the postseason and Shohei Otani in the postseason. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.